All right, everyone. So thanks for joining me. I am Carrie Little. I happen to be a real estate agent, but I also happen to open a company called Smart Girl Media. So feel free, follow me everywhere. I'm Carrie Joe Little everywhere, just like it sounds, C-A-R-R-I-E-J-O-L-I-T-T-L-E, and then Smart Girl Media. So I have a blog, I have a podcast, and I am using Instagram. Um, if you are just joining, feel free to mute yourself so we don't get a lot of feedback. So I thought I'd go over um, some social media strategies so you could actually use this in your business today. Um, when we talk about social media, we think it's all about just having our phones and posting, but there are strategies that actually work in, um, in our industries, whether it's staging, whether it's real estate, whether it's if we work for a business, all of these things actually work if we work. So if you're taking notes, here's number one. You have to actually write content that you're passionate about. Now, when I say write content, now I am someone, loved high school, loved high school, but I loved PE and cheerleading and band the most. I hated English. I, oh, and by the way, my hidden talent is I can sew a wedding dress. Love sewing. So I'm one of those people that's making masks. I'd love to um, do those things, but I hated English. But what I realized when it came to social media that I had to figure out how to write. Now, some of you are thinking, Carrie, I'm out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, when you, uh, hold on one second. Okay, so um, I realized that I had to write content, but you don't have to actually physically write 500, a 500 word blog. You just have to think about what's going to make someone actually click on your content. So when we think about writing content that you're passionate about, as a stager, and, and I'm not a stager. Now, some of you, if you could actually see my room, if I picked up my camera, you'd say, maybe I did okay. I kind of hid some things. Oh, and I, I redesigned my office or I, I cleaned it like three times. This is what happens when we're in a stay-at-home order you redesign things because what I realized is that if I am going to go live and people look back, I don't want it to look bad. So could you think about writing content um, for the consumer or, or real estate agents so they have tips to help their sellers and so that they, so they actually pick you? So when we say write content that you're passionate about, what I realized is people are more likely to engage with me when I am in the photo. Now I am, I do go live on Facebook um, because I used to edit television, so I'm not afraid of television or radio. So I do have an advantage because I've been in the television industry, but I, even when I do selfies, I'm like, oh, nobody wants to see this. So what I realized is, is you can go out and you can get tools, and I'll show these again, like this, and you can set the timer on your phone and you can take photos of maybe with you in the actual image of maybe you're, maybe you're redesigning your house or maybe you're thinking, you know what, let me show you how to, to um, do a place setting. You could do a video. You could actually um, sit at the table. And when you sit at the table of something you've just created, the consumer is more likely to engage with you. So later when we look at my statistics, I found that when I am actually in the image, I get more engagement. So think about that. So here, 
Um, I went out to um, AMC River East. I was invited by a friend who actually works in Hollywood and she gets free tickets all the time to go see premieres of shows. And I never go. Why? Because I don't have to go. But I, here's what I realized is all my friends want to go. So when I shared this, I had so much more engagement because people actually like to see that you're out and about. Nothing to do with real estate, but it makes people engage with me. So what you need to remember is when you're sharing content that you're passionate about, it might not just be about staging or real estate. It might be about gardening. And remember, we know as um, in our industry, um, when someone drives up to a house and they see a property, first impressions are everything. So gardening or landscaping could be your passion and that's something you're gonna talk about. I, um, when I started selling real estate in 2001, I've been licensed um, since 2001, but I was in the industry in 97. I got into the real estate industry because I felt like the people that were helping me buy the home didn't give me enough information. So I like to talk to the consumer about taxes and how they can reinvest their taxes when they go to buy a home. Another one is my husband gets a lot of engagement. When he became a real estate agent in 2017, we went live on Facebook and his first listing was $850,000. So I also realized that people didn't care as much about me, they wanted to hear him. So when a few, so back in November when we went to the National Association of Realtors convention, we actually, um, the current president, John Schmabe, not today's president, but the president at the time, raffled off a Magic Johnson gym shoe. And he said, if you send me a text message, I will put you in the raffle. So do you think everybody that was sitting at the convention had his cell phone number? Of course not, but I did. And I said to my husband, I'm going to text him. Would you like the number? And he was like, yes. And he starts yelling to John, John, it's Mark, pick me. So he's, and there's, you know, a thousand people in the room. To make the long story really short, Mark won the shoe. I don't know how he won the shoe. I feel like if it weren't for me, he would not have won the shoe. But my, and my point in this is this here is what gets me more engagement. And then it causes someone to choose me as a real estate agent because I also post content about real estate. So you can talk about statistics for, you can give stats on when someone actually has their home staged, what does that look like? And what's the likelihood that that property will sell faster? We had a recent listing and we know that if we had put that property on the market, it would not have sold for much because there were tenants in it. But as soon as we got the tenants out and the homeowners cleaned up and they reorganized, the property sold. So how can you show data to the consumer to prove to them online, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever you're using, and some of you might be using TikTok or you've heard of it and you're like, no, Carrie, I'm out. How can you use data to reach the consumer? You might choose to do video. And the, the tripod that I shared with you, I use that tripod all the time and I create video. Now, some of you might say, well, Carrie, I'm not good at writing. So this is what I do, is I, create, I have a notebook, just a plain notebook. And when I have an idea, I'll write down seven tips and then I'll put my phone on the tripod 
and then I'll just, this is what I typically do, whether it's not on Facebook or Instagram, is I'll start like this. Hi everyone, I'm Carrie Little and I tell them who I am and I smile intentionally because whether you have a droid phone or an iPhone, you can edit the beginning and the end. So just like television, when you see someone go on air, they're smiling. Now they might not smile through the whole news broadcast, but eventually they um, smile, why? Because they know that that's what you're gonna see first. So you could create video, and this is my actual blog. I created video, I uploaded the video to YouTube, and then I also took that video and put it on a podcast where you just hear the audio, and then I repurposed it here. So you might choose, some of you might say, okay, Carrie, I'm good at writing. And you might choose to write the content, or you might be able to speak the content, or I'll show you how to create infographics. Number two, you gotta use hashtags. Hashtags are um, gold. So when we talk about using hashtags, and some of you are thinking, well, what's a hashtag? A hashtag is a group of words put together. So I might have a hashtag called Coffee with Carrie, and it's all three words put together with the pound sign in front of it. And I use that hashtag on social media so people can search for me. So when we use hashtags, the consumer can search for you, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, now LinkedIn, and they're searchable in Google. So by coming up with hashtags, now when we get into Instagram, I'll show you how you can search for the best top used hashtags, and then some hashtags that might not be the top, but you're more likely to be engaged with because they don't have 2 million people following the hashtag. So number two is hashtags. So it's a visually represented symbol, um, by the symbol, the pound sign, or shift three. And by placing the symbol in front of a word, or a series of words on a social network. It will turn that word into what is called a metadata tag. So the, there's a, I, I should have put his name down, but the person that created hashtags worked for Twitter. And he created them because you only had so many characters that you could use on Twitter. And he found that if he used this hashtag, people could actually shop. So here's a challenge for you. Whether you're using Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or even TikTok or LinkedIn, Think about um, when you watch the news right now, or when we watch television, we're actually okay to, we're actually good with going to the mailbox and opening mail, and we watch commercials because we're stuck in the house. If you see a hashtag anywhere, I would challenge you to go use that hashtag and search on Facebook or Instagram or whatever platform you're using to see who else is using the hashtag. So a good example might be hashtag McDonald's, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Best Buy, when um, they use their own brand names and you might use your own brand name. So because I know Jim, I could be hashtag Jim V. And then in my marketing, I might, every time I send out a postcard, and by the way, when business is good, we advertise. When business is bad, you have to advertise. Zig Ziglar said that. So now I still believe direct mail marketing works. So if you're teaming up with a real estate agent or if you're doing your own direct mail marketing, come up with a hashtag and tell people to follow it. Because if they follow it, you're gonna be the person they look for when they decide to hire someone to professionally stage their home. Hashtags can revive current or old content. So down here, um, if you look to your left, you can see that these are hashtags that were used. This person revived their post by putting hashtags in the feed. So let's say, for example, 
I'm showcasing bedrooms. So if I were stuck at home, and we all are at the, in the stay-at-home order, I might come up with the, what I'm going to do for the next three months. So maybe May is going to be all about um, an indoor space. Maybe it's a bedroom, maybe it's a bathroom. And when I tell you I've cleaned almost every room in my house, maybe it's going to be your front porch or maybe in, uh, so let's say in, in May, it's going to be indoor spaces or your home office. Maybe in June, it's going to be outdoor spaces. So what you can do is you can use this hashtag and you can revive the post maybe in October when you change what the outdoor space looks like. Because in October, we might still sit outside, but we might add a, um, an outdoor chimney or we might start using our fire pits. So think of, the, think of hashtags differently than you may have already thought of them. We think we need hashtags to just, because everyone else is doing it, I want you to think strategy. What, can you, what hashtags can you use to revive a post or to be found? Because if, um, secret stagers, secret agents don't get found. So you gotta come up with ways to be found on social media. So this one I used success, I used skill, and then this is my daughter who was at Iowa State. Now she's um, actually at home and working. Uh, she's not at home. She's in Iowa working full-time at a nursing home because they needed people full-time. But what we, what I, so I would watch her on social media. She started off playing the flute um, and the violin. And when she went to Iowa State, she ended up with this thing, the sousaphone. Um, she is someone that revived her post using hashtags and anyone, if you know, if you don't know Iowa, now we have the Cubs, the Sox, the Bears, the Bulls, the Blackhawks, we have our own, um, national sports teams, but in Iowa, they don't, it's either the Hawkeyes or it's the Cyclones. So if you use this hashtag, you are more likely to be found. Okay, so this is a really good friend of mine who um, her business has totally changed. She's went to an online platform and she started selling products, but she has over 11,000 followers on Instagram because when she posts, she's always in the post and she uses hashtags. She actually um, would do makeup for celebrities. So she was found, so now she is known for Flawless Beauty by Nicole. So if she, and notice she had 176 likes, and if I were to scroll down, she gets a lot of engagement. So we already said um, content, and we said you need to use hashtags. The third one is engagement. So you need to have engagement on social media. So when we talk about engagement, and this is um, one of my posts that actually went viral and I boosted it. When we talk, talk about engagement, think of all of us in this room together on Zoom. When I unmute all of you, you're gonna have the ability to talk to each other. If you were to go to a networking event, once we open up outside again, you talk to people, you engage with people. Now we're using virtual meetings to engage with people. Now we're in our houses, we actually have to talk to our kids and our spouses, right? You engage with people. The same thing applies to social media. So if you're making a post on social media and you're not engaging, engaging, you're not relevant. 
So I always like to give the example of I go to a networking event or I go to a party or I go to a wedding and I sit down and I do this. Is anyone going to talk to me? You're all saying no. So if I don't actually open up the door to have a conversation, no one is going to talk to me. Now, someone might see me in the corner and say, hey, Carrie, I just wanted to come talk to you and then force me to have a conversation. That could happen. So when I say engagement, I need you, if you're writing this down, I need you to go to your social media pages and start commenting, not just the like, not just the heart, right? Not just the heart, not just the, um, the sad face. If something sad happens, say, you know, my condolences, say something, engage. The, the reason why engagement is so important is it actually pushes you up the newsfeed and you become more relevant to the people that are watching you. It doesn't matter if you have 10 followers. It doesn't matter if you have 100 followers. It doesn't matter if you have 10,000 followers. If you have no engagement, you're not relevant. So you don't get pushed up the feed. People used to pay, pay to play on Instagram and on Facebook to get likes and followers. Now you still need to pay to play on Instagram and Facebook business pages, but we used to pay to get uh, likes or we used to pay to get followers or we used to go follow 500 people and hope they follow us back. That's not really how it works. You wanna be a leader, not a follower. So the way to do that is engagement, um, is engagement. So this post, I and, and people like to engage with, and, and I probably should go do this one again. Lifestyle in your home, what do you want? Um, what do you want and what can you afford or should you live beneath your means? And right now we went and did a, a full financial um, analysis of everything. So I posted about it and I got so much more engagement just by posting an image saying, this is what we're doing today is we're looking at all of our finances and adjusting. So engagement is huge. Now this, some of you might know Marky, she's also an instructor. This was also at a convention. Um, we did what is called a boomerang on Instagram and we had so much engagement because people like fun. People like fun. Now when someone engages on your post, guess what? You need to respond. If Jim were to say, hi Carrie, and I just looked at him, that would be weird. That's the same thing that happens on social media. You have to have a conversation. So when you post, quality is better than quantity. And right now, you know, you could post a picture of the dinner you just made and you might get a lot of engagement because we're all sick of cooking our own meals. Number four, we need to collaborate and bring value to others. I am happy if any of you want me to interview you or be on your Facebook Live, I am happy. Just ask me. We'll pick a time. I will go live with you on Facebook. I'll even set it up for you and we can stream right to your Facebook page and it will give you content. It will give me content and I can introduce you to my 5,000 friends on Facebook because I have 5,000 friends. Well, maybe I can't really have 5,000, but I have 5,000 connections on my personal page. So you need to bring value to others. You might interview the real estate agents that you work with you can actually do this on Instagram very easily and say, you know, post today that you're going to be live tomorrow at 7 p.m. And we're going to talk about how to get your house ready to sell. So you could do that. This is uh, Matt DeFantis. He was a past president and he does really good with getting people to collaborate with him.
He has, he's, um, I think his, we would say side hustle. He should be a photographer because he does such a great job. If we see him at a convention, we straighten up because we know we're going to get a photo and he shares them with everyone. So he does a really good job of bringing other people in and bringing value to others. So he actually made himself famous because we all know him by name. Whenever he posts, we all collaborate with him. So what can you do to bring value? Now, this was something that a few of us used some years ago. It was called Blab. It didn't make it. So now you have Facebook and you have Zoom. Um, so these are actually, so Marky top left, Terry top right. I'm in the bottom left. And then Greg Watson is from another country. I can't, I think he's in the UK, but we were able to collaborate with real estate professionals all over the world using these types of tools. So if you're taking notes and you're trying to think of how can I bring value to the real estate industry right now, how can I set myself apart from every other stager? If you've never heard of Gary V, Gary V-E-E, -E, Gary Vaynerchuk, you might want to follow him. I cannot be responsible for his um, potty mouth, but he tells you to give all of your stuff away for free. And I'll tell you, because I actually go live a lot and I give away free content, I get hired a lot. So what can you, and here's another tip. When you go live, it's the what and the why. It's the what and the why. And then when people pay you, it's the what, the why, and then the how. So think about that. What and why. So you could go, you could, see, you could actually mess up one of your rooms. Now, some of you, we could do a live. If you saw my closet, you would say, we need to just pray first. You might say, Carrie, we need to clean this up because we need it to be a dream for the next uh, buyer. Because if you go into my closet, you'll say, oh, nope, no one's going to buy your house because they think that they're not, their stuff isn't going to fit in here because you have way too much stuff. So you could actually talk, you could actually go live and say, here's what this, this is what happens when someone goes to buy your house. If your um, closet looks like this, they're not going to buy it stop the video, then go clean the closet and do the show the rest and show the end result. You didn't tell, you told them what and why, but you didn't tell them how you did it. You didn't tell them that you went to old time pottery, TJ Maxx, Amazon, at home. You didn't tell them that right now we're all going to Walmart to stage our offices. You didn't tell them how you did it. You just showed the beginning and you showed the end result with video. And you can actually stitch that all together. How? With iMovie. Or if you're using a, um, a Droid phone, it could be Viva Video. So all with apps. And it doesn't cost you anything extra because most of those tools are free. And number five, patience. Nothing happens overnight. When I started selling real estate in 2001, I did have a good year, but I still had to learn the business. I still had to learn how to communicate with my clients. I had to still learn how to... To have teach someone how to write a contract and I had to start marketing. I started using social media in 2006 or maybe even earlier, excuse me, um, because my uh, son was on something called MySpace. Some of you were on MySpace and guess what? Those MySpace accounts are still out there. I was, I've been on social media for a long time um, and a lot of it was because I had to to see what my kids were doing and, and now Ryan will be 30. So um, I also ended up on Facebook when I worked in an office in Wheaton 
because the office admin who was 20, she said, Carrie, you need Facebook. I said, no, I don't. She said, yes, you do. I said, no, I don't. And I said, tell me why. She said, because you can put your listings there. I said, okay, maybe I need Facebook. I, to this day, if I could remember her name, I want to thank her because if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be teaching this today. So I have been on social media since like for Facebook since 2008. When something new comes out, it's okay to go test it. In hindsight, I wished I had jumped on the Instagram bandwagon, but I didn't. I jumped on the Snapchat world and I actually get business from Snapchat. So whatever social media your tools you're using, you have to have patience. So this post that I did, I actually talked about buying a house and um, patience meaning someone did contact me within 24 hours and from this same post, I actually closed 10 transactions from one two minute video, but it didn't happen overnight. You can see number one happened in June and then number 10 um, or number 10 happened in January. And by the way, I'm still reaping the, the benefits from this 2016 video. I've recreated it because I worked for a different company at the time, but people wanted to hear that I just told them how to buy a house and I talked about down payment options. And now I have to re recreate this because our market has changed, our credit scores have changed. So what kind of posts, what kind of videos can you post? What kind of content can you post that has you in it I know all of some of you are like, no, Carrie, no makeup today. You can do this. And, and look at my face. No makeup. You can see I have braces now. No makeup. I didn't have on my sunglasses. I, my lips look like I had been eating powdered donuts. You can do this. So yeah, I closed 14 deals out of this and I had a few credit repair. So here's the bonus. And then I'll open up the phone lines and then we'll have a conversation. And then I'll show you how on a social media. Location-based marketing. People are more likely to find you um, by location. Now, when we talk about location-based marketing, when I post on Instagram, I tag a location. So if I just staged a house in, um, I live in West Chicago. If I staged my house, I probably would, if it was my own house, I might tag or choose DuPage County. If I staged a house in Glenview, if I staged a house in Bolingbrook or Matson, once I'm finished, I wanna tag the city because I want everyone that is watching that location to find me. People that use location-based marketing are more likely to generate new business because the next generation is looking at stories. The next generation is they're consuming content based on location. They're not always looking at their friends. Uh, many, of, many of us, maybe you, we have the fear of missing out. So we want to go watch. We want to see what everyone else is doing. So by using the location that you're um, staging in, you are more likely to get found. Even if, and some of you might want to go, go through your phone and go find all of your old images. And now is the time to go repost some of that content and tag the location that it was in before and after. So you, you got to start. You really have to start to make this business work. Okay, so thanks for joining me. I am going to pause.
Okay. So when you are using um, Instagram, you can set up your page as a business page or you can leave it as personal. But I'll give you some tips on why you might want to switch to business. So if you click in the bottom right-hand corner, so if you click in the bottom right-hand corner where you see it's usually an avatar, you can manage up to six accounts. So you might choose to have a personal account and a business account. I have a business account that I use for personal and business. So when I click on my avatar at the top of the screen, before we talk about business, business pages, this is your homework. I want you to, um, I want you to click edit profile because, and I want you to think about your name. So I'm Smart Girl Media on this account. So when I click edit profile, I, um, my username is Smart Girl Media. Your username might be your name. My question to you would be, do you think people would um, search for you by name or by your staging business? So think about that. I think people are going to search for you by name and not the staging business unless you've been um, staging real estate um, for the last 20 years and people know you by whatever the company name is. So if that's the case, my username might be either my name or the company, and then my name could be the company or my name. So my recommendation is for all of you to take advantage of, this is real estate space. So your name should not be the same as your username. Your name should not be the same as your username. Mm -hmm. But you need to choose wisely, why? Because if I were to go to, and I'll show you, if I were to go to um, a, a browser, and I'll just move this over for a second. If I went to a browser and I typed in Instagram.com slash Carrie Jo Little, here I'll move that for a moment. This at the top is my URL. So remember I said there's still something, that we are still using direct mail marketing. Direct mail still works. So I can take this link and put it in my direct mail. So remember I said your real estate is on your Instagram account is important. So choose wisely with the username. So choose wisely and feel free to mute yourself. Um, if you're Gary, yes. is it a best practice to have consistency across all the platforms, similar, same username on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? It is best practice. You're right, Jim. So good point. My, yeah, the recommendation is, um, so right now, if you were to Google me, Carrie Joe Little, I'm the same everywhere. Same on LinkedIn, same, same thing on Instagram, same uh, on Facebook and Twitter, because I didn't realize I had two accounts. I am Carrie Joe Little and Carrie J Little, but Carrie J Little is what exploded. So I'm kind of stuck. So you're right. It is best practices would be that when you create a username, that you're the same across all platforms. And Jim, if you can remember the name of that uh, website, I can't think of it at the moment. There's a place where you can go find out if you can have the same name everywhere. I have to think of it. Uh, it's not coming to top of mind. If I remember it, I'll share it. Okay. So take a moment and then you want to change your username. 
to whatever you think was, is going to resonate with the consumer. And then you're going to add your website. And I'll talk about Linktree in a moment. And then you want to add a bio. Now your bio, you know, in real estate, we used to write these. Um, well, and when I had a real job, I had a resume. Um, and now I'm an entrepreneur. I'm self-employed. And for me, I feel like it's an all the time job. Um, but I learned how to bullet point what I do. So you can actually bullet point your bio. So here's a tip. My recommendation is to go back to Evernote and then create, and this doesn't have to be an Evernote. It can be on your notepad on your, on your mobile device. You don't have to use Evernote. It can be a Microsoft Word on your mobile device. I just like Evernote. You can, I would recommend that you create your bio here. So I would call this my Carrie's bio. And then here's the cool thing, is if I created an Evernote, I get to use the emojis. Um, Illinois, as you can see, I put in a snowman. Um, Gary, yes? The name of that site is Name Checker. Name Checker. I knew, I, I knew you would know it. I might put in, and we're just being fun right now, stay safe. And then I'm, because I'm a stager today, I'm pretending, I might put in a house and I might put professional stager, or you tell me how you'd want to be seen. And I might come back and I might look at, I might even put in like a shoe or something um, I might put in a few shoes and I might say organizer, you know, uh, what, what can you think? What can you type? Organize. Why can't I spell today? So think about what you would post. Then once you create your bio, you just copy it. And then you would go back to Instagram and you would paste it in your profile. So this is homework. So, so out of everything we've done, you're, the first thing you do, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, you need to create your bios and you need to create a username. Then um, when you start to scroll down, wants me to reconnect, so hold on a second. Oh, so only letting me do one. So they made a change. So um, when I'm in, my my actual account and i click before i click edit profile the reason why you know i have a professional page is i have promotions that means i can take out my credit card and pay if you um log into instagram and it looks like this so i have um an account that does not have come on so i have an account so i clicked on my name at the top so this is my dog noah my kids created it so Noah does not have a professional page. This is a personal page. If I wanted to switch Noah to a professional page, I need to click edit profile. Now, why would you do this? So as a, as a real estate agent, I realized that I still need to be human. So I connected my real estate Facebook business page. Facebook owns Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger. Of course, someone would call. Hi, Marky. So when you're here, 
um, and you click edit profile in the middle of the screen, you can choose to switch to a professional account. Now, I usually get the question, Carrie, well, what if I want to keep my personal page private and have a business page? That's fine. You would just go to, in the top right-hand corner, you would click these three lines, and then you would choose settings, and then you would scroll down and you would add a new account. So I'll do it again. When you log into Instagram and you click on your profile, which is in the bottom right-hand corner, then you click the three lines at the top, you would then choose settings, and then you can add an additional account. My recommendation is, um, and, I, and I've been, I watch a few stagers after going to the stagers convention all over the world now. And there are some stagers that I'm finding that that's all they post about is the, the rooms they've recreated, the spaces they've um, recreated. That's all they do. And then I also noticed that they don't have any engagement. So I would challenge you to think about if you are going to do this, you might want to be human. So here's some strategy. So let me go back to my page. So strategy might be if you're taking notes. And all of you, this is going to be different for all of you. If I pulled out my a calendar, so if I grabbed a calendar, and I'll share this with you, um, I'll email it. Here, I'll let me hide this for a second. So I have a tool that I use, and it is Google Sheets. And I will give you my social media calendar. Now I'm going to give you my, oh, by the way, when I send you my social media calendar, you need to click file copy. So at the top, you're going to, I tell you to, um, to click file make a copy because if you don't you will share your ideas with everyone else i gave this to <laughs> so i'm gonna say it again when i email this to you you're gonna click file make a copy and then you can um get rid of you can just you don't have to use this one so here's the tip when you get your copy where you see the first date change this date and it'll change the rest of the columns. So if I put in that today is, well, what's Sunday's date, the 19th? Yeah. Yes? Okay, great. Someone knows dates, I have to guess. April 19th, 2020. Um, I autumn, uh-oh, hold on. Somebody's been in here playing with my stuff. April, should work. Okay, there we go. So when you put in the date, you automatically put in the first day of the week. So then you can go through and put in, what, put in the content that you want to share. Now, do you have to post every single day? No. So here's strategy. I might, and I'll type in this and, and change it. I might say that I'm going to post every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So my topic on Tuesday might be that I am going to create a, um, I'm going to post a quote, real estate quote or whatever quote you want. Then on Thursday, I might do a 60 second video. 
And if you think you shouldn't do video, I promise you, if you create video, even if you hate it, you are going to get more views and more engagement. So try it and create the videos. You can create the videos like this or vertically, or as my son said, it's portrait. So whenever you create the video, you here, I'll actually, I'll show you what I do. I'm going to move my camera in a second. I'll actually create a video for you so you can watch me do it. Uh, so before I do that, Thursday is a video, and then Saturday might be a staging tip. And it might be a picture of you in the motions. The video might be a 60-second video of you um, putting together a play setting. And on your mobile devices, you could actually, when you do video, so if I click video, let's see. I could do time-lapse, and when you do time-lapse, you could actually um, create a whole layout on the dining room table, and it'll be 60 seconds by the time you get done because you did a time-lapse. That would actually be cooler than just talking for 60 seconds, so you could do that. So when you create video, and here I'll show my screen again. Sometimes I have to reset. Let's see. All right, let's try it again. So we open reflector. I'll share my screen. Okay, hopefully my phone doesn't ring. I usually, you can see I'm really comfortable. So here, this is my setup. I have a, it's a clamp. It might've been um, 20 bucks on, um, sorry, you guys see my mess, on, on Amazon. So I, I'll take this. And then I'll put my phone in on the tripod. And I can adjust this and maybe I'll go vertical. Then I will, I usually plug this into my laptop so I can turn on the light. And you can have a regular cord if you want, but it just works with my laptop. And now my light is on, so I'm starting to look better, even with braces. And I'm gonna take this off for a second. As promised, I'm Carrie Little, Smart Girl Media Marketing, hashtag coffee with Carrie, and here is my coffee tip of the day. Did you know that if you start using location-based marketing, you're more likely to get found? So every time you create a story on Instagram, tag the location, and let's see if you get more engagement. I created a video. Thanks for allowing me to work. And so then I can take this video and when I go to Instagram, and by the way, when you create video, you need to talk a little bit faster. We do need to talk a little bit faster. You don't need to slow down. 
So here's the, the cool tip about Instagram. And then I'll come back and I'll do a full review on Instagram. So now I'm on Instagram, where I need to turn off all these notifications. When I click on my camera in the top left-hand corner, we have a, this is where you can build stories. And this is where location-based marketing really, really works. So I have the ability to swipe up. And if I swipe up, you'll see my workout this morning. I can then add this video. And then at the top of the screen, so I'll use my mouse. I have this little emoji. And this little emoji gives me the ability to tag the location. And so I can put in that I'm in Chicago. And I'm really not. We'll go with that. I can shrink this. And then if I click on the emoji again, if you choose the stay at home, and some of you um, if, that are already using location-based marketing, the stay at home uh, sticker puts you on another story. Now, if you're like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Trust me, it took me time to learn this, but learning comes with consistency. You have to keep using it. But I might also click on the sticker again at the top, and this time I might add a hashtag, coffee with Carrie. Then I can actually put this hashtag here or I can cover up the city of Chicago. So it's kind of a slick way of tagging an area without people seeing it. So, and notice at the bottom, I have two videos. That's because when you upload a, a 60 second video or less on your stories, they break it in, up into um, 15 second slots. So I could actually continue to build on this. I could add the sticker again. I can add the location again, put in Chicago. And then I can also add coffee with Carrie. But you have to type this out. Can't, you could copy it, I guess, if you want. And I'm sure other people use coffee with Carrie. So now, if you use the location, I tag the city of Chicago. When I choose next in the bottom left-hand corner, I become relevant in the city of Chicago. So remember, I'm encouraging you to connect your real estate, I mean, not your real estate, but your Facebook business pages for staging to Instagram for this reason. At the top, I can choose to share this same story. If you don't know this, um, Facebook business pages and Facebook personal pages also have um, story features. So I can share this to my business page. And when I click share, I just shared it to my Instagram story. I can send this to my sister, my husband, and then click done. And so now I have a story at the top of my screen. If you don't have a rainbow around your image at the top, we say you're not relevant. So what I'm doing, and so if we go back to strategy, and I'll, if we go back to our calendars, um, my recommendation is that you create a story every single day every single day. Now, if you don't want to do every day, every other day, your stories disappear in 24 hours. So now let's, let me go over what you see and then I'll answer questions. So at the bottom of my screen, if you home this little house, 
this is my newsfeed. So I'm getting advertised to by Hootsuite. Why? Because my phone is listening to me. Feel free to mute your phones or your computers. Um, I'm also, I can also see, um, I don't know what they're doing. This is yesterday. I was tagged at a post. And then if you see the magnifying glass, I have the ability to search by, uh, these are my top searched for accounts recently. I can search by other accounts. I can search by tags, hashtags, and I can search places. So now here's more homework if you're taking notes. Everyone should write down um, the hashtags that you're gonna go search for and follow, and you're gonna go follow the location that you live in. So for example, if I type in West Chicago, West Chicago has um, a location. So if I click on the city of West Chicago, do you see that West Chicago has a rainbow around the city? So what Instagram did for all of you was the city of West Chicago might have their own Instagram account. One of you might need to mute because I'm getting a lot of feedback. So in the city of uh, West Chicago, they have their own account. And then, the, then Instagram also made an account. So if you come to this page, anyone that tags the location can be found on that location. Anyone can be found on, that, on, the, on the feed for West Chicago. So if you don't remember in the beginning, when I gave you the bonus tip, if you tag a location when you post, you end up on the location's feed. So not only did you post on your feed, you posted on the city's feed. So you're actually giving yourself a boost so you can be found in the social media world. So if um, you're posting and tagging the story, if I click on the story up here at the top. So at the top of the screen, I'm gonna hold my finger on the post. So I, I'm holding my finger on my camera because at the top, I wanna pause this. So you can see at the top that there's one, two, three notches. So we have three people that are tagging West Chicago. And uh, let's see if I turn the page. Oh, let me turn the page. Let me go back a step. Someone is showing their puppies in the backyard. And then the last one is someone is doing their own nails in West Chicago. I'm not even on the story in West Chicago. So what does that tell me? I'm not relevant in West Chicago today. So what I'm going to do is I will go today and I'll post something so people know that I exist. My job as a real estate agent and as a brokerage is to take over the city of West Chicago. And right now we rank number three um, in the city of West Chicago. So I'm trying to get to number one, trying to get to number one. So that's your homework. And then your other thing you should do is you need to go and look up hashtags. So if I put in hashtag, what would you search for? Uh, somebody tell me, staging or stagers? Tell Stager. Me. Stager with no S. So here, so stager has 59,000 posts. If I put in stagers, only 18,000 posts. And then stagers life, 1,000. So I would say I would probably use um, all of those. But, um, and the reason why, and now well, let me click on stager. 
So Carrie, can I just, you're, you're, this is all within Instagram. You're doing these searches all within Instagram and I'll okay. go to Facebook in a moment. So here in Instagram right now, no stager is using their story. Not one, not one stager has used the hashtag in their story. How do I know? Because there isn't a rainbow around um, the stagers hashtag. And I'm going to follow this now. I'm going to follow the hashtag. So I'm now following the stagers hashtag. And look at this. Staging cells is the most used um, hashtag. So even though most of you said stager was the word, I would probably follow um, stage, staging cells and then staging because those are being um, used more. And, uh, and property staging. So I would, uh, none of these, no one is putting anything in the story. This is killing me. Do you see how you could actually dominate? You could take over. No one is using the story. Okay, so that's your homework. Go follow the cities you work in and the um, areas that you stage in. And you need to go follow um, the hashtags. So again, post, you can create a video, you can create a, here, let me get an image. If you choose an image, you can create a boomerang, you can create layouts. Layouts are great as a stager because you can put in three images and then you can do a slideshow and a slideshow allows you to put more than one image. Okay. So now, any other, any questions about Instagram? Oh, one more tip. All of you should download IGTV because IGTV is Instagram television. And once you um, start using Instagram television, you will have this um, icon in the middle. And, I, and you have to create 60-second videos for Instagram television, but you will have the ability to teach me something. So you could create a video of up to 15 minutes and tell me how to... Um, stage a closet so it shows better to sell. And then when you upload them to IGTV, the consumer can come and watch your content. The other tip is when you do start creating stories, you can build what are called highlights. So you could build highlights around staging. You can showcase your, um, any homes that you staged. You could have one, excuse me, called tips you can actually build all of these out. And when you do click new, you would choose what you want. And then when you choose next, you would edit your cover and give it a title. And what's cool about the, the highlights, here, let me get out of that, is highlights always gives you the ability under more in the bottom right-hand corner to edit the highlight and any story that you create it's always in your archive. So when we say story, story self-destruct, they self-destruct on Snapchat, but not on Instagram. You can always go back and revive any of your stories by putting them into a highlight. So again, you just you need to create a story first. And then when you come to your account in the bottom right-hand corner of Instagram, you would create new highlights. Gary? Yes. Are you going to talk about how to leverage, you create a video in Instagram, for Instagram, how can you leverage that video across other platforms? So let me, let me say, this is what I do. I actually started Facebook to do this. 
so yeah, Jim, you made a good point. What I typically do, like the video that I just created, I, if the video were 60 seconds or more, I would take that video and put it into IGTV. If I also created a video for Instagram, I would take that same video and put it on Facebook because Instagram wants you to go vertical in the stories and on IGTV. But if I created a video, and here I'll, I want to get out of this because I want to go to Facebook. You made a good point. If I created a video for Facebook, and I'll actually go live so you can see it done, but I'll only go live to myself. My recommendation is that when you create video, that you actually go live on a business page because when you go live on a business page, you have more choices. You know what? I'll go live on the business page. I'm telling you this. I might as well show you. So Jim, you made a good point. So if I were to go to my Facebook business page, so I'll go here, click see more, and I'll go to my training page. Now I can go live on my mobile device or I can go live on my computer. Either one works. It just really depends on what your goal is. So when I'm here on my Facebook business page, I have a button that says live. So when I choose live, let's see if it'll let me go live. I can use a streaming key or just my camera. A streaming key is like using Zoom. That's for another day. So I'll just use my camera. Oh, it's not letting me use it because I'm on my, um, I'm already on Zoom. So hold that thought. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do it from my phone. So we'll go to my Facebook business page on my phone. I want you to see how I get there. So, and this, you might feel overwhelmed. Everything that I'm teaching you, we could probably do a breakout session for all of them, literally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot in an hour and a half. So, so now I'm back on Facebook. So I'm going to, and here's another tip. If you're taking notes, notice I have Facebook pages and Facebook. I'm going to use Facebook because most of you only have this app downloaded um, instead of the business page, but you should all download the business page. So I'll go to Facebook and then I'll click in the bottom left-hand corner on an iPhone. This is how I get to my business pages. So I have 19 business pages, not really, but I actually watch the agents in my office. I make them make me an admin. So then I'll click page at the top. And then I have an option to publish. So right underneath book now, I can publish. And then I have an option for live. Now I'm just going to go live, but I would probably type in a title, but I won't. I'm just going to go live. Whoops. Come on. Okay. Now, Vertical is preferred on Instagram, but when I go live on Facebook, I go live in horizontal view because I now want to repurpose this video on my podcast, and I could do this better, but I think you'll get it, um, and I want to repurpose it on YouTube, so it's not turning the way I want, but we're just going to go with it, and I'll just sit back.
Here we go. I'm going to click the live button. When I click this live button, everybody can watch me and we'll see what happens. So, and just, and here's another just tip in the bottom right hand corner, this wand gives me choices. So the wand, because we are actually mirrored, the wrench to the right, and I don't know if you can do this on a droid. I don't think you can yet. I have the ability to flip my screen. So I'm actually, so if, if I were to stand up, you can now actually read limited edition. Otherwise, it's backwards. And so then I just tap in the middle of my screen and then I can just start talking with my rubber bands and all. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. And for those of you that are watching me live right now on Facebook, I'm actually doing a video for a group of stagers on my computer. How cool is that? But I'm streaming live so they can actually see how this works. So here's, so once you're live, notice at the bottom, uh, this wand, I can go back and I can, if I click on the wand, I, and for those of you watching me on fa Facebook, you're not going to get to see all this cool stuff because I'm streaming somewhere else. I can um, click this star and I can give myself a background. I see that uh, there's a real estate company in there. How cool is that? I might want to... Oh, can I get, <laughs> this is about how I'm feeling. If you got close, you'd see my eyelashes. It's not looking good. <laughs> cool. So there, and it looks as though like some companies have updated their company logos. I guess I got, Jim, we got to go figure that out. Um, all right. So once you're live, you just, my tip is when you go live, Start talking right away. Number one, start talking. Introduce yourself even if no one is watching. Number two, before I go live, I usually have notes. So I can, I'll hope pick it up and read it. So yesterday I talked about all of the changes that are happening in real estate and how we are redefining how we work. So I would probably go through the tips. And if you feel like you need to be in a hurry, relax. Give your first tip. Your first tip is when you go live, have, start having a conversation, introduce yourself, thank people for coming in, and then just get right into the topic. Um, and then when you give your points, explain the point. When I talk about how I bought my first house and how I, ha how I had to write a lot of letters, I, I always talked about how I grew up with uh, my mom. She never showed me how to pay a bill. And she told me it's because my mother never showed me. I just figured you'd know. And I, I mean, I just give the story. So when you're finished, if you're going to repurpose this video and upload it to YouTube, the next thing you would do is you would thank people again, and then you would hit finish. So when I click finish, this is what happens. I now can, um, I can upload the video in HD and I can save it right to my phone. And now I have a video that I can upload right to YouTube. And I can upload it to IGTV. But remember earlier I said, and I'm not going to share this. We're going to delete it. Oh, and by the way, let's say you went live and you really messed it up. But you went live and it's done. You don't have to post it, but you can save it if you do want to use it again later. So always know when you go live at the end, you can delete it. Even if you post it, you can delete it. So now so then it doesn't show up at all. And it doesn't show up at all. Oh, okay. So that's the way out. 
if you go live and you're like, oh, I hated it, you just don't have to post it. Or if you go live and you do post it, you can always come back and delete it, like I did. Now, when you do create it in, um, on Facebook, the cool thing um, is now, and here's another app, so write this down. Like you're, I'm really like force feeding you here. There's an app called InShot. So here it is, uh, Jim, you wanted it, here it is. When you click InShot, you can this give this tool gives you the ability when I click video to click new. And then when I choose new, I can take the video that I just created that is in horizontal view and I can force it into vertical view. How cool is that? Then I can also, and, and I used to edit television, so this is very easy for me. So what you might do at the bottom is you might choose text and then you can say something. And when you click the check mark to the right, I can move these text boxes to wherever I want. And then here, just like editing television, I can double click on the arrow to the right. And then I can push this, my name all the way to the end. So now when people watch it, they can see who I am. And when I'm finished, I then need to click share at the top. And when I click share at the top, it downloads. And then um, InShot does not want me to change screens. Let's see if I can. So I'll let that load. And then my other tip, when you go back to Facebook, is when you do create video on Facebook, and you're gonna really love this. I have to go where I know I have video. When you create video on your business pages, And by the way, when, live video, live video, not when you just upload video. So when you create videos, now you have the ability to upload video this way. When I, and, and Facebook may have made a change, but let's just go with, I'm not sure. When I click on any one of my videos, and I'll create, so, and here's Good my- Good afternoon, everyone. Oh, we don't wanna hear that. So when I create videos here, I then have the option, here we'll pause it, so I can hear myself. I now have the option to go to the top right-hand corner of my screen. Come on. It's not letting me download. Um, there's something weird. Let me see if I can click another one. Yeah, something, I might have to figure out, something changed, but okay, let me just tell you what you're supposed to be able to do. I can click these three dots, and then I have the ability to add captions to my entire video. Facebook recognizes what you said, and then you can edit it, and you can put in captions, and then you can download it again from here and upload it to YouTube with captions, and then you comply with the Disability Act. I know, some of your heads hurt. Oh it's like overwhelming. <laughs> you gotta start. If I can gotta start. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what? Right. Heather, do your hair today so we can do practice at the warehouse. <laughs> okay.
Okay. So, well, here's, so, and it's almost 11, but here's my, here's my, if, if you were to, if I were to give you takeaways, my recommendation is to think about, I, I want you to be consistent with posting. So if I can get you to do a story once a week, I'm winning, you're winning. If I can, could get you to go through your phones or through your photos and come up with strategy on how to become relevant. Nothing happens overnight. So if I can get you to post once a week, and by the way, Monday's not the best day, although my, right now my, any day might be the best day because we're not going to work. People are pissed on Monday. They might just be mad because they do have to work at home. So think about when could you- when What's could a good you, day to post? I was gonna just ask that. What are the best days? Um, everybody is on those days. Um, for me, it's Thursday and Friday. But here's a good tip. Mm -hmm. um, come to Pinterest and type in best day to post on social media. And someone's written a blog. My other tip is, let's see, did I turn off my um, screen? Is, and again, like, like I said, we could do a breakout session for everything and I could sit here and make all of you work. Um, whoops, I didn't mean to do that. So when you are in Instagram, when you start posting, number one, I need you to start, even if it's not perfect. That's number one. Number two, pick a day. I'd like you to post three days a week, but if I can't, post one day a week. When you are on Instagram, once you start to share content, when you go to your um, profile, again, in the top right-hand corner, when you click and you choose insights, you can see um, who's engaging with you. So let's see, when I scroll down, here are my stories. Uh, activity. Oh, and you need to look at your insights every week because they disappear. So I, right now, for me, I'm getting, I got more engagement on Friday and Tuesday. Oh, wow. Uh, my reach. So it'll be different for all of you. And then actions taken on your account were from Wednesday and Tuesday. So people were actually clicking on Wednesday and Tuesday. And that's because um, I think I posted that I will be, I'll be live tonight on Facebook, on my Facebook personal page. So in my, um, in my profile, and I didn't even get into this, but I have what's called Linktree. Linktree is a website that's like a tree trunk with a bunch of website branches, and it's free. So here, I, it says I'm going live on um, April 15th at 7 o'clock. And if you click, you can join, um, you can just go to my Facebook page, and then you'll see it there. If you went to my link tree, um, this is the same link, except it gave you the ability to join me through Zoom. So the first 100 people that go this route get in to the Zoom. Everyone else has to join me on Facebook. So write down link tree and create a link tree account. And then instead of just adding www.carrythestager.com, I actually put all of my links so you can find me. Uh, 
I know it is. It's eleven oh two. Any questions? Um, is Gary, there are you certain... familiar with otter.ai? Mm, I've heard of it. I don't know if I'm as familiar. What is that? Is that another link tree? No, it is a free um, transcription uh, service that you can um, record. You could tr transcribe what you presented today. You can transcribe a blog post. So if, if writing, you know, composing and typing isn't your thing, you can actually go and, and speak into it and it will transcribe it. Um, and then you can edit it from there and then post it to another site. So it's a pretty cool, pretty cool I'll website. I'll try that one. I'll, but let me show you this too, <laughs> since you said that. No, I do not like to type. Um, in uh, here, did you know you could dictate in Word? That's how I do it. Okay. But I'll go check out Otter. I'll go check that one out. But I, and I also nice have- Otter is that you can, if you were having a Zoom call with a client, mm -hmm. it would transcribe the call if you needed to, or, or you were giving a class and, and you wanted to have notes to pass out after the class, it, you know, it, it can do it live, you know, on a Zoom call or, or, you know, one of the other platforms. Okay, I'll go check that out. Hmm. What's it called, Jim Adder? O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. That? There it is. Yep. There you go. So my one question quickly, Kiri, is it, I thought there used to be a number of hashtags and then they kind of dropped off for the, you know, is the order of hashtags important and is there a specific number that we should try to stick to? On Twitter and um, Facebook, three or less, two is fine. On Instagram, I think you can have up to 25 or 30. You'll get yelled at if you put more. So if, you're, if you really want strategy, I would go, when I post on Instagram, you might the first time you post, to post three. Mm -hmm. Then if you, let's say next week, you didn't have anything to post, go back to your same post. Here, let me show you. One thing I don't like about reflectors, I have to relaunch it every time. Come on. Okay. So, so when you're on Instagram, you can, so if I wanted to revive this post from yesterday, I only put in a few hashtags. I can come back to this post and put in more hashtags. Hashtag work, working out again. And I'm just making this up. Mm -hmm. And then I select it and then I just, I just revived the post. The other cool thing is, and this is, we didn't even get into this, is do you see this paper airplane? Mm -hmm. Let's say you made this post and now you're like, I don't have anything to put on my story. If I click the paper airplane, 
I can add my post to my story. I tapped it. And then I can redirect people to follow me because the next generation, they're consuming stories. They're not looking at your post because they don't know you. So I can come here, tag the location, DuPage County, and I just hit it. And then I can say, type in follow. So I can revive it here and use a new hashtag to revive it. Just like that. And so now I'm on the DuPage County story. If I went to this search bar and um, type in DuPage County. Mm -hmm. So I go to, I, I look for the, the, the city. I mean the county, and then now you can see at the top, I own it. I own DuPage County. It's <laughs> so funny. Because I'm the only one using it. And my story hasn't appeared yet. It takes about 60 seconds or so. But because I'm the only one sharing to the county story today, I'm relevant in DuPage County. Okay. So three or less um, hashtags on... Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. I, I don't really have a good answer. I use LinkedIn for truly for business. Even when people say happy birthday to me, I still think it's weird, but I just go through and I try to answer. Um, but you can use hashtags on LinkedIn now and on TikTok. Um, not so much on Snapchat. Anything else? Carrie, you're the best. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, this was fabulous. Thank you. You're sharing your personal info with us. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Great to Have see you. Have a good day, everyone. You too. You so much, Feel free to take a photo, tag me on Instagram or Facebook, and um, join me tonight on my If you're not on, um, I, when I go live on my personal page, it'll be public if you want to watch the conversation with the agent from Atlanta. Cool. Okay. Cool. All right. Take care, Carrie. Be well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Carrie, say something. I want to snap a picture. I can. Okay, perfect. Got it. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> You're Thank the best. You. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.